Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Big football game Friday night, whether it's Richland County or Holmes County, because a huge non-conference game, state-ranked and unbeaten West Holmes, who's 7-0, and they are fifth in Division Three. They match up with the high-powered, potent offense of the Shelby Whippets. Shelby is 6-1 and one on the year. And uh, tell you what, a huge matchup. Our broadcast partner, Eric Will, is joining us here today. And uh, my friend, first of all, always good to chat with you. And I love to do it midweek, but uh, this is a big one. This is why you get excited about high school football for games like Friday at Skiles. Absolutely, Aaron. We're blessed, man. We get to call so many great games and be a part of so many cool situations. And this is no different uh, you know, when you think about what's going to take place down at Skiles, this is huge because we're talking about computer points, momentum, uh, just getting quality reps against a quality opponent that's going to prepare you for a big playoff push. So for Shelby and for West Holmes, this is huge because you're representing your conferences, you're representing your counties, maybe even your divisions, right? West Holmes is Division Three, Shelby's Division Four. So there's a lot at stake in this game, and if nothing else, maybe even some bragging rights thrown in there. Yeah, it's a really intriguing matchup for you and I especially. We saw West Holmes, how good they were offensively, but also defensively against Mansfield Senior. It's, uh, as you and I talked about, the best of the OCC against one of the best from the right. MOAC. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, when you think about West Holmes, you know, Noah Clark's obviously kind of the conductor of that engine. Uh, he's got over 1,600 yards passing, so this will be the best passing attack that Shelby has seen. And then you talk, throw in there the uh, the sophomore, Sam Williams-Dixon, who's uh, up there in the leaders on reception. I think he's second in reception. I think he's at 352 yards, but then you turn around and he's also got over 700 yards rushing. He's kind of their do-everything. He's like their... Uh, He's like their uh, their McCaffrey, you know. If you're a Carolina Panthers fan, he just kind of does everything. He gets it, gets the ball out of the backfield, whether it's through the air or on the ground. And um, you know, I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, interesting storylines with this, Aaron, because West Holmes just presents things that Shelby hasn't seen this year, as far as the complexities of the offense, uh, as far as their balance of run and pass. Well, as you're hearing from Eric Will today, our broadcast partner here with WMAN will be in the booth on Friday night at Skiles Field. West Holmes, by the way, we'll get to Shelby in a moment, but uh, for a lot of people maybe in this area, you don't know a lot about the Knights. They are 7-0 for the first time in better than 20 years. The last time they started 7-0, it was 1999. Man, I think I was still in high school at that time. Third time, Eric, <laughs> third time in school history they've started 7-0, and they've changed things up. They used to be a ground-and-pound type team. They spread you out now absolutely and you know what they still want to run the football but they've got an all-league quarterback so what they're trying to do is they're trying to beat you with balance as much as possible and I know the young man that impressed you and I when we called the Mansfield senior West Holmes game you know was Brett Shearer uh he was he was fantastic for them because when you look at his actual offensive numbers they don't 
you know, pop off the page necessarily at you. He's right around 200 yards rushing. He catches a few passes out of the backfield. He's got like 150 yards receiving. But when he does run the ball, he's very aggressive with it, but he does a great job from that H-back position. He's a part of that run game. Uh, he, he's going to pull and almost act like an extra offensive lineman, and he's very physical. You know, and then you look at him uh, uh, from, from a defensive standpoint, and they're just really schematically sound. This is one of, Aaron, this really is one of those talent-equated games where now the coaching is really going to be, you know, it's going to be amplified. So who's making the adjustments early enough, and then who's making the adjustments off the adjustments? That's, it, this is what it is. You know, Urban Meyer used to talk about that all the time, and, and I know Coach Tressel did as well with, um, you know, making those in-game adjustments. But this is one of those games where sometimes when you line up, when you're a West Holmes or a Shelby the last couple of years, you've kind of been better than a lot of the teams you've played. Well, this is one of those games where they're both equal to the task and either team is good enough to win. So what are going to be those little uh, talent-equated coaching decisions that are going to be made to kind of equalize or kind of give you that edge throughout the game on Friday? Great point, Eric Will, our broadcaster with WMAN. Again, we'll be in the booth Friday, 7-0 and West Home, 6-1 and Shelby from Skiles Field. Pre-game at 6, we'll kick it off at 7. We will, we'll hear from both coaches in our pregame. Defensively, and then we'll talk whippets, you and I going into the game against Senior High in Mansfield at Arlen Field. We we were told about the, this kid, Elijah Baldridge, for West Holmes. Yes. He, had a, he had a bunch of tackles, and we were like, okay, it's week four. He has this many tackles. Boy, did he show up that night. And, Eric, he has 95 on the year. Yeah, he is a heck of a football player. Elijah Baldridge, obviously Brett Shearer, we already talked about him. Blake McCombs, really, really good. You know, this team also intercepts the football as well. Tucker Kaufman gets his hands on it. Uh, uh, Maldrich gets, gets his hands on it. So the, the, you're going to get, if you don't know these names being in Richland County, because that's generally who we call or a little bit more local, but what you have to have an appreciation when you get outside that Richland County footprint is West Holmes is one of the best teams in the area when you start extending that. And these are, these are household names in Holmes County, and you better get to know them here in Richland County because these are really, really good football players. And wherever the ball is on, uh, on defense, Elijah Baldridge is going to be around that play. He is a, he is a uh, you know, as I call him, a J, he's a JYD. He's a junkyard dog. He's always going to be in the middle of it. He's going to make a lot of tackles at the line of scrimmage. But here's the thing, though. They haven't seen a passing attack like Shelby. So how does that negate some of those linebackers' aggressiveness? Or are they just going to kind of release him and almost be a part of the uh, the blitz package to try to go after Marshall Shepard, which could be an equalizer? Well, that's a great point. As we talk about Shelby, 6-1 and one on the year, coming off that win over Galleon. I know for them, and they've put up just gaudy numbers week after week. But a week ago, they struggled. And I, I just want to use the phrase, they win 37-7, to seven, but Eric, they just could not get into a rhythm offensively. I mean, it's fortunate that uh, they win by 30 on a night when they just weren't clicking on all cylinders. Tells you how good they are, but they know they can't. They, they need to get into a good rhythm against this kind of a football team Friday. Yes, you're exactly right, Aaron. I, th- I think we said it on the broadcast, but that's probably about the first time that Marshall looked human. You know what I mean? Like, meaning he was still good. He still, you know, he still still ended up with with I believe 260 something through the air, still three four touchdowns. I mean, he had an, he had 
what for most quarterbacks would be a pretty darn good night for him was probably a, an average night. I know at one time in the game, I think it was halftime, he was 11 of 20, where he was completing normally throughout the year. We were seeing numbers around uh, 70%. So I think what Gallion did to Shelby is a little bit of a recipe defensively what West Holmes may do against that Shelby offense, which is try to get Marshall Shepard off his platform, make him make decisions quick with the ball. If you let Marshall Shepard stand back for four five seconds, He's going to pick you apart. He's going to find Andre Hill, Blaine Bowman, Isaiah Ramsey, Connor Hinkle. One of those guys are going to hurt you. They're too good. And West Holmes has a lot of good athletes on the perimeter as well. Probably the best that Shelby has seen, but I don't think they have four of them that can run with those four wide receivers. So for me, you better blitz early, you better blitz often. And I I, I think that the – Shelby did something last week they hadn't done offensively. They ran the ball well. They actually ran for more yards than Galleon. I think they were in the 160, 170-yard range. I thought that that was a huge plus for Shelby. They outran their opponent on the ground because now that gives you another dimension, maybe a little bit more confident going into this game because there is going to be a time where you're going to have to go pick up two, three, four yards, and it would be nice not to have to always rely on the arm of Marshall Shepard that you can line up and get behind that line and go get three, four yards. You're hearing the voice of Eric well, football broadcaster with us here at WMAN. Shelby hosting Wes Holmes' monster high school football game this Friday in Week 8. We'll have it for you on WMAN. Pre-game 6 o'clock, kickoff at 7. I wanted to go to the running game next. We mentioned Skyler Winters had a huge touchdown run, but what was so effective last week was the jet sweep with guys in motion. Eric, that really was something maybe, I don't want to say Shelby found, but hey, it works. Definitely something you feel is going to be in, in their playbook offensively, you would think, the rest of the way. Absolutely. Well, and they've got the athletes to do it. You know, Aaron, sometimes if you're, hard, if you're struggling to find things between the tackles, you've got to try to attack the perimeter. Then when you attack the perimeter, it kind of opens up the inside because then what you can do is you can use that eye candy. So you can use that jet motion, and then you're going to have to, you know, defensively, you had better be eye-disciplined to not follow the jet sweeps because that's when the counters come back, the quarterback counters come back. Uh, and all of that good stuff. But they did get on the edge well against Galleon. And some of that was uh, Galleon's inability to work across the face to maintain the edge or to set the edge, as they say. So somebody on your defense is accountable for setting the edge. And, they, and, and Galleon didn't do a great job of that on Friday night, and Shelby took advantage of that. And you're right, pretty much every time Shelby ran the jet sweep, I mean, it was a pretty big gain. Or I, I would be willing to bet I haven't gone back and looked, but on that specific play, I think they were averaging more than a first down every time they ran the jet sweep. So Shelby's got the speed and the athletes to get out on the perimeter. So that is something that West Holmes on film, trust me, they're very well aware of. You don't watch Shelby and say, yeah, we're going to be able to out-athlete them on the edge. I think that what you're trying to do is keep everything in front of you, make Marshall Shepard as comfortable as possible, and then the other part of that is having a ball-controlled offense to keep Shelby's potent offense off the field because, Aaron, I'm still sticking with it. If you're going to beat Shelby, you have to score 40-plus points. He said it way back in the month of August, and it's still true to this day. Shelby, West Holmes, Friday. A couple things, Eric, before I let you go. Hopefully Mother Nature does not impact this game in terms of you know wet rain surface things like that hopefully that rain will get out of there before kickoff friday at seven o'clock but one would assume and i know uh a lot of times you think hey this game's gonna have a lot of points it turns out to be a low scoring affair but one would assume that scoreboard operator friday at skiles is going to be a busy person a lot of points i would assume 
Right, because West Holmes is scoring, I believe, in the high 30s as well. They're in the 30s anyway, so I mean, they're they're an offense that gets on the board as well. They just do it a little bit more balanced with their run and pass. Uh, and one would also say West Holmes has played a pretty nice schedule. You know, Worcester, Mansfield Senior. Uh, you know, those are some pretty nice ball clubs that they're playing. Uh, you know, but but you know, when you think about this game, it's going to come down to who can get the timely turnover and then special teams is going to be huge in this game. And then the last part of this is going to be those penalties are going to be extremely important. If you get yourself in a third and long, this isn't like a normal opponent where you have the ability to make up those third and tens, third and fifteens, second and twenties that people get in. You've got to stay ahead of the chains. Even for Shelby with their offense, you've got to stay ahead of the uh, ahead of the chains. And, you know, whether something you can't control, but it does sometimes play a factor. I think if it comes down to a weather game, I think that, that benefits West Holmes just because I think they've proven that they have more of a legitimate running game um, behind uh, Williams-Dixon and, and Shearer. Uh, I, I just I like that combination in the backfield, whereas Shelby has struggled at times against probably some of their better opponents with a consistent ground game. So if it does come down to where it's kind of a, a muddy night, and we're not even playing on turf, weather, Aaron, weather is less of an issue when you're on turf. Then it's really more of a wind issue. When you're on turf, you can keep the ball dry. You can get it in, rotate them in and out. Um, the surface stays pretty clean. You know what I mean? But when you get that thing on, on natural grass and it's been raining all day or it's been raining for 24 hours and there are now footing issues, the run team, in my opinion, has the upper hand. Well, turf is coming to Shelby, but just not Friday night. It'll be here in <laughs> a couple right. of years. Eric, before I let you go, you talked about West Holmes. Uh, Bishop Watterson, they defeated, who has four wins on the year. Philo, who's 5-2. and two. Senior High, 5-2. and two. Worcester, 4-3. and three. But the question you brought up, which is very important, have they seen an offense, especially throwing the football like Shelby, I, w- I would assume they have not. I haven't seen the other teams with this kind of a, 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 you know offensive attack. So that's what makes this so intriguing. West Holmes can run it and throw it. They play good defense, but n- there's not too many teams around the state that throw it around like Shelby. That's why this this matchup is so intriguing. I, I would agree with you. I think Marshall Shepard is an all-Ohio quarterback, and I think he's actually probably got a couple of all-Ohio receivers that he's throwing to. That is something the West Holmes, I, I don't believe, has seen to this extent. That's why I think Shelby, you know, your, your clock operator, your scoreboard guys better get ready to go because that clock's going to be, uh, or that, that scoreboard's going to be ticking up quite a bit because they, point, they, they generally put points up quick. Although, once again, going back to the Galleon game last week, if you remember, Aaron, in the first half, Shelby's offense had six points. They exploded in the second half, but it took them a half to get there. That's the other component to this. Will Shelby's offense struggle, or can you get them uncomfortable for four quarters? Nobody yet has been able to do that. They've, they've at least found a rhythm for a half, three quarters. Obviously, in many games, four quarters, which is when Marshall's thrown for 400 yards and five or six touchdowns. If he has that kind of a night, Aaron, I think it's going to be tough to beat him. If, if, by the end of the night, Marshall Shepard has 450 yards or 400 yards. He's thrown four, five, six touchdown passes. That's going to be a tough win because that means uh, Shelby's playing their brand of football. By the end of the night, Marshall Shepard has a night like he had against Galleon. I think that that would favor West Holmes. I, this, is, this is truly, to me, a 50-50 game. I think both of these teams have their strengths. They have their deficiencies. But what they do, they do well. So whoever's brand of football wins out at Skiles at 7 o'clock on Friday night, 
that team's probably going to win the game and get a huge boost in the points. Well, we will be there. Last thing is I let you go. You mentioned points. No matter, of course, who wins, you know, gets a ton of points. It doesn't affect uh, conference standings because it's a non-conference game. Right. But Eric, I think this benefits both teams going toward the playoffs because you're going to face teams that are really, really good come late October, early November. And if you want to make a long playoff run, this this is a really good test. It late in the season. Oh, absolutely, and for both teams. You know, you look at uh, whether it's Division Three, whether it's Division Four. I know that that Region Four, Fourteen. Uh, you know, you look at both of those schools, and and I agree with you. These are the kind of games that even college football is trying to get right. What we're what we're scared of is, is, is teams are scared to schedule games like this because if you lose, it kicks you out of the playoffs. Well, this year with twelve spots, you can play games like this. These are great games not only for the fans, but they're also great measuring sticks for coaches. Here's why. Because a coach now can go into a game where it's talent equated and say, okay, here are really, truly our deficiencies. Or if we were to play a team like this in the playoffs, what adjustments do we need to make? Coaches and administrations used to be, I don't want to say scared, but hesitant to schedule these games, not because they're scared, fearful of the competition, but because if you lose a game, it was like you, you lose one and you're out. You know what I mean, Aaron? Now, that's not necessarily the case. So you throw a game like this on the schedule non-conference because you're saying we've got to have this game because it's not only is it great for the fans, where are we at as a program and what things do we need to work on as we're heading into the playoffs? Because I can tell you this, Shelby's going to present things West Holmes has not seen that they could see in a Division Three run. And West Holmes is going to present things to Shelby that Shelby needs to address if they're going to go through the Region 4 uh, or the, the uh, uh, Division 4 playoffs. So to me, there's 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 nothing lost in this game as long as everybody gets out healthy. That's the number one thing. We want everybody to get out healthy because from here on out, it's just about playoff positioning and then confidence moving forward. All right, we'll have it for you Friday night from WW Skiles Field, seven and zero West Home, six and one Shelby pregame at six, kickoff seven. Eric Will will have his uh, new iHeartRadio swag all dressed and ready oh, to roll wait. in the booth, right? Well, my friend, great, great chat with you. I know everybody's super excited about this game. Thanks again, and looking forward to seeing you on Friday night. Absolutely, Aaron. Can't wait, buddy. It'll be a, it's going to be a good one. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.